morning. Welcome to Daily Exhortations. We are going to be finishing out Romans chapter 6. And as we get into this chapter, I want to remind us, what was Paul's beginning question in verse number 1? Because to be honest, we're going to see it repeated in verse 15 in our second paragraph here. But verse 1 says, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? The obvious answer is, God forbid. Okay, verse 15 um, continues the same theme. says, what then shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? Same idea. Okay, shall, shall we sin so that grace can abound because God's grace is just going to continue flowing every time that we, that we sin? Truth, but shall we continue in sin? No, we should not. Okay, the second question is then, if I am dead to the law and I am dead to sin, shall I continue to sin because I'm under grace now? Okay, similar, similar question there. Uh, but basically in Paul's mind and in these people's mind is this idea that God's grace is so overwhelming that it's all right if I, get, if I sin and I continue to sin. But the obvious conclusion is God forbid. First of all, because we are dead to sin. Uh, the second paragraph here introduces a few more reasons why we should not continue to sin as believers. Uh, the second reason is given in verse number 16. It says, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. Okay, so the idea here is that if you choose to yield yourself to sin, you are making yourself the servant of sin. You are making it your master. Um, and we see this tendency in people who have given in to sin in certain areas over and over and over again and how that leads to an addictive, habitual pattern of sin in their life. And that could be things like, uh, it could be um, drug addiction, it could be alcohol addiction, it could be uh, pornography, it could be worry, it could be all kinds of things that we become addicted to, habitual uh, unbiblical responses to the way that we're treated can become the same thing. But who you yield yourself to over a period of time becomes your master. You are choosing in that moment to obey its lusts, its desires, instead of God's desires and God's will for your life. So when you choose to obey sin, and again, this is a choice as we talked about last time because we are free from sin. Um, if you choose to obey sin, you become the servant of sin. If you choose to obey God, you become the servant of God. And then verse 17 says, but God be thanked that you were the servants of sin. This is who you were in the past, right? You were a servant of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered unto you. This is the idea of salvation. You were, you were the servants of sin, but now you are the servants of God because you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine, the gospel, which was delivered you. And then verse 18 says, being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. This is who we are. Again, he says, I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members' servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members' servants to righteousness unto holiness. You had your time in the flesh. You yielded yourself to sin before you became a Christian. Now you should yield your members as servants to righteousness unto holiness. 
For when you were servants of sin, when you were lost, you were free from righteousness. Meaning you didn't, you didn't have righteousness. You didn't have any access to it. You weren't under its obligations. And then he says in verse 21, What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now being made free from sin and become servants of God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And we oftentimes quote verse 23 as a salvation verse. And it is a salvation verse because it is describing our experience in salvation. When we were lost, we earned death. When we got saved, God gives us eternal life. However, the purpose of this verse is not to encourage salvation. The purpose of this verse is actually to encourage abstaining from sin. Remember, go back to verse 15, the beginning of the paragraph. What, sh what then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. So as a deterrent to sin, we should remember that sin in our past life, all it ever did was work destruction and death. And even in our life now, when we choose to sin, what does it accomplish? It hurts, it destroys, it mangles, it, it breaks things. Um, a person who tells lies loses the trust of the people that they are trying to have a relationship with. A person who steals, same thing. And then they, they reap to themselves consequences like judgment. If you steal at work, what happens if you get caught? You lose your job. Right? And either, even if you don't get caught, you stand judged before God in that sense. When a person um, commits adultery, they destroy their marriage relationship. And I think it is healthy and it is beneficial for us to stop and to count the cost of our sin. To think about the consequences. Sin always brings death with it. This isn't just physical death. We know that from the consequences. What fruit had ye in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. They hadn't physically died before they got saved, but they reaped the fruit of death in their life. Destruction. Spiritual separation from God is, is another piece, is another big piece to this, right? That is the wage of sin. And that is what it earns us. And even in the Christian's life, sin brings death. It breaks relationship with God, doesn't make us lose our salvation, but it cuts us off from enjoyment of the benefits of that relationship. Sin also has consequences. And we need to be aware of that. And the more that that truth sinks into our hearts, the less likely it is that we're going to give in to those sins because we know what's at stake. Hope that's been a challenge to you today. Have a great day. God bless.